0: You are listening to the Grace Covenant Cornelius Audio Podcast. Praise the Lord. Anybody alive in here? Yes. Let me try one more time. Praise the, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. It's good to act alive when you are alive. Let me say it in English. It's good to act alive when you are alive. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. It's such a privilege and an honor for me to be here with you today to share the Word of God, the Word of God, the Word of God. That's our help. That's our strength. That's our solution to every one of our problems. And as a Christian, you have no option if you are to live a successful, fruitful life seeing the Word of God as the source of of every solution to every problem. Amen. So I encourage you this morning, uh I highly recommend the Bible, the B I B L E. If you wanna practice happiness out of happenings, you need the book. Amen. I want to thank God uh for Pastor Farrell uh for inviting me. Uh opening up his pulpit for me to come and share the word of God. Uh, I know he has a lot to share, but he loves the African man. (laughs) Amen. It's good to be loved. Don't act like you don't want to be loved. Is it good to be loved or is it good to be loved? Amen. Because some of you are looking at me like I'm speaking Arabic or something. It's good to be loved, and I appreciate um, uh, uh, the relationship over the years that uh, we've built and cultivated. And I'm glad to be here to share with you the Word of God. Your life is going to be greatly impacted, not because I'm here, but because of what you're about to hear, the Word of God. God's Word is wonderful. It's a lamp. Unto my feet And a light unto my path Amen No matter how much darkness The enemy places in your path You can get the word of God And illuminate it And, 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 and Repel all the darkness That the enemy tries to throw at you You see we are the people Who are supposed to be smiling No matter what you're facing Because you know God is on the throne And you're a child of God. Amen. As a Christian, you have to make a decision of quality. Whether you are going to take God at his word or you're going to be religious. You've got to come to that place where you say, I'm going to take the word of God. Because one of the things you need to know about God, God and his word are inseparable. All that God is, He is in His Word. That's why Psalms 138 says He has magnified or elevated His Word even above His name. So God places such a high premium on what He says. And He's serious about what He says. And that's why He always gets results with His Word. So if you and me were to take the same attitude and place the same premium that God places upon his word, guess what? We'll begin to see God results in our lives. Are you hearing me? But as long as we continue to have a casual attitude about the word of God, then we we will continue to be deprived of what God has willed and wills for us to experience and walk in. But as Grace Covenant family, I know you're people who are serious. And you know you want to get results out of the Word of God. There is not a scripture or a promise in the book that God put there as a feeler. Amen, Jimmy. Preach on. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Everything he put in the book is for you and me. Everything Think about that Every promise That you find in this book God put it in there For you to experience it He did not put in there Because he, he just wanted to uh, Have a big book <laughs> He put it in there Because he's committed to you He's committed to you He wants you whole He wants you fully furnished Say fully furnished Furnished. amen Amen. that means spirit soul body socially financially every area of your life god is interested in it amen Amen. that's why third john says above all i pray that you may prosper live in health even as your soul prospers so god wants total life prosperity every aspect every facet of your life He doesn't want you to be financially prosperous and your your relationship is a mess amen amen i'm preaching i'm preaching amen you're preaching good african man preach on amen amen hallelujah some of you don't know me but i can have church all by myself I can preach, amen myself, take up an offering and receive it, lay hands on myself, catch myself, and still be okay. So if you haven't gotten the memo, you better join the chariot. We are moving on. The African man is here. Amen. I am a believer. I'm not a doubter. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. That means I can preach. I can amen myself. I can take up an offering. I can, I mean, I can have it all all by myself and still be happy. (laughs) Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for in your presence, this fullness of joy. We thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We give you praise. I pray for every listener. Everybody to have a listening ear. Open mind. Receptive heart. Thank you for utterance in the Holy Spirit. Use your word in every life that is in this place. And we will give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody who believes said amen. amen. Real quick, turn to your Bibles, to the book of Romans. There's some really, really good preaching. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, and verse 31. 831. Are you ready? Yes. I said, Are you ready? Yes. Pretend, even if you're not. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Amen. It says, what shall we then say to all these things? If God before us, who can be against us? Ah, that is good preaching. If God before us, who can be against us? Somebody say, God. Let's get the record straight. The African man is not going to let you get away with wimpy responses. Because I know you are not that sophisticated and dignified at the ball games. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. So be African. And you, become, you go back to amen. And that's all I must say about that. Somebody say, if God... Before me. before me. who, who? Say, 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 emphasize who? who? Now uh, men give it some berry white say who <laughs> <laughs> If God be before us, who can be against us? Now that sounds to me like a signed empty check that you need to fill in the amount god's word is god speaking to you and me so god in the book of romans he is addressing you and me and he wants you and me to know that he is for us are you hearing me now that god is for you he's rooting for you He's pulling for you. He's in your corner. He's your greatest fan. He says, I'm for you. And if I'm for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. That's dancing ground. (laughs) God is for me. If you don't like me, that's your problem. Why? God likes me. Are you hearing me? This is liberating truth. God is for me. That means my neighbor cannot be against me. The devil cannot be against me. Poverty cannot be against me. Sickness cannot be against me. Why? Because poverty, sickness, your enemy, your neighbor, your in-law, your out-law are all a part of who? God says, who? Who? can be against you are you hearing me now who who somebody say who Who? Ah, yeah 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 that's an answer to every one of your challenge you're you're facing right now probably you've been having sleepless nights god wants to give you a who you've been nervous you've been afraid you've been in terror you've been terrorized by the enemy or by the challenge you're facing god says that challenge is a who and if i'm for you who can be against you ladies and gentlemen That is liberating truth. That will insulate you from fear. It will insulate you from loss of esteem. It will insulate you from trying and being preoccupied by impressing people. God has already defined you. You don't need any man's approval. God has already approved you by getting in your corner and saying, I'm for you. And if I'm for you... It doesn't matter who is against you. I'm for you. I'm for you. God doesn't want you to intellectually agree with that. He wants that to sink in the womb of your spirit so that it becomes a permanent resident reality that moves you and propels you into new realms of existence where you begin to know that you know in your knower that God is for me. And if God is for me, I'm not about to fear. I'm not about to get anxious. I'm not about to throw in a towel. I'm not about to quit and run. I'm going to stand and fight a good fight of faith Having done all I'm standing Why because I know That God is for me God is for me I said God is for me Tell your neighbor God is for me So you better watch out (laughs) No tell him You better watch out he's for me You better not mess with me Why? Because the bigger one is in my corner Are you hearing me Ladies and gentlemen There shouldn't be any fear in the people of God once you believe that. I said once you believe it. No, I didn't say once you intellectually agree with it. I said once you believe, believing is not intellectual agreement. Are you hearing me now? Believing is believing with your heart apart apart from your intellect. You believe it. It doesn't make sense. That's why it's believing. Are you hearing me? Faith is faith and sense is sense. Sense is not faith and faith is not sense as a cat is not a dog and a dog is not a cat. Cats meow, dogs bark. Are you hearing me now? So God is looking for people who will believe with their hearts. I'm not, a, I'm not talking about your blood pump, the organ. I'm talking about your recreated spirit. I'm talking about who you are. You know the anatomy of man. You're a spirit who has a soul and has a body. You're a spirit, soul, body. Are you hearing me? You don't believe God with your soul. You don't believe God with your body. You believe God with who you are, your spirit. Are you hearing me now? God wants you and me to believe a Christian and a, 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 a child of God who is going to experience the kind of life that God has ordained for you to experience is going to be a Christian who has determined to only consider what God says in His Word. I say, only practice considering only what God says in his word. That's what put Abraham over. I said, that's what put Abraham over. I said, when it looks impossible, when it, 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 there's no way Sarah could conceive, the Bible says that, that, that Abraham did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb Or his body, but he was fully persuaded. We need for we, 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 God is looking for people who be fully persuaded. Speak up on this. Ninety years. (laughs) I say ninety years. God is telling you you're gonna have a child. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't add up scientifically in everything. Are you hearing me? But he believed he only considered what God had said. And when you consider what god has said it will outlast your problem it will outlast your predicament it will outlast your challenge whatever looks impossible when you consider the word of god and you hold on to the promise of god child of god you're gonna come up on top when people are wondering that you've lost your mind people would thought abraham had lost their mind and and sarah But guess what? They didn't care. They just went on saying, talk to the hand. We are all not listening to. We are hearing you. Why? Because God's word is final authority in our lives. Amen, Jimmy. (laughs) Amen, amen. Give me five. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, child of God? God says, if I'm for you, I'm for you. God is forever for you through what Jesus did or God did through Jesus on Calvary's cross. forever put God in our side on our side. forever put God on our side. And one of the greatest insults is for you and me to question the love of God for you. After Calvary. He proved his commitment and dedication to you and me. He didn't have to die. He didn't even have to come. Are you hearing me? But in the book of Philippians 2 says, he laid aside his glory for you and me. He laid aside who his godly... uh, 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 Are you hearing this? He laid it aside so that you and me could be brought back in. And you question his commitment to you because of present tense of the moment? Are you hearing me now? We need to immerse ourselves in the love of God. I said we need to immerse ourselves in his love for us. Once you become confident in the love of God for you, you become literally invincible. For God is love. 1 John 4, 7, 8. God is love. So God doesn't even have a reason to love you. A dog barks by nature. Why? Because bark is in the dog. The dog doesn't go to barking school. (laughs) I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm getting somewhere. The dog doesn't. God did not make a dog and then also made bark. Bark was in the dog and the dog is in bark. Are you hearing me now? So God is love. If God is love, he can only act out who he is. Love you. And he doesn't love you or his love for you is not predicated on your performance. Oh, that's liberating truth. (laughs) It's not predicated on how good you perform. We love him Because he first, he first, I said he first loved us when we had nothing to do with him. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Not when we were in church praising him. Not when we loved him. Not when we did the word of God. While we were not yet sinners. When we used his name in vain. When we cursed his name. When we were hostile towards him. He loved us. He loved us. That's why he sent his son. To die for you and me. To prove his love and commitment. To us, he's a good God. I'm telling you, it's not just a song. I'm telling you, it's not just a song. He is a good God. For the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Say it with me. For the Lord, let's say it. Let's say it strong. Say, for the Lord Lord is good, good. and his mercy. Endureth, Endureth forever, 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 forever and, ever, and, ever, and, ever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. That's how good he is. I said, That's how good he is. There is nothing that you can do that I can do that can outlast his mercy. Every morning, his mercies are new every morning. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. That's good enough to dance about. Woo, I feel like breakdancing now. So don't do it. <laughs> Some of you are looking at me.
1: <laughs> <But>
0: <laughs> Pastor Ferrell, what what have you just done to us? <laughs> Where did you get this crazy African man? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, neighbor, leave the African man alone. Only consider the word. (laughs) Only consider the word. Are you hearing me? Only consider. Let me put that aside. God loves you. And the moment, the moment, listen to me, that registers all struggle is over. All struggle is over. Let me say it in English over here. Somebody might hear me. I said all struggle is over. Once you settle that truth. That God loves me. All struggle is over. That's the basis and the foundation of trusting God. Because he loves me. He will take care of me because he loves me when i pray he hears my prayer and answers me because he loves me when i get in trouble he will make a way where there seems to be no way because he loves me When I don't have a job Or I'm jobless He will open a door for me Why? Because he loves me He loves you so much That he knows every number of hair That is on your head Every number When you are combing Or you are shampooing Me I quit shampooing sometime back (laughs) It was taking too long He knows every strand of hair that falls off your head. Will you call me? You don't even care. But God numbers them. And if you have little, He knows the little you have. If you have zero, He knows you have zero. <laughs> but He loves you. He loves you intensely, intensely, intensely. And he wants you to be convinced of that. He wants you to walk out of here with your head up, with your shoulders square, with a spring in your state, knowing full well that God loves me. And because he loves me, I can face tomorrow. Because he loves me, he will meet my needs. Because he loves me, he will perfect everything that concerns me. Because he loves me, he will protect me under his wings. Because he loves me. I will not doubt him. Why? Pick up on this. When you know and you're convinced that somebody really loves you, you don't want to get away from them. I'm, I'm telling you, you don't want to get away from them. You wanna be you want to spend time with them, you wanna do them good, you wanna serve them, you wanna make them happy. All best not because they're, they, they 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 they're requesting it of you. It's coming out of the knowledge of their commitment to you pick up on that ladies and gentlemen and that's how god is i say that's how god is he wants to oh, to, lo- to to love you so much that he smears you with his love that when you wake up in the morning you can't help but praise him you can't help but fellowship with him you can't help but give to the kingdom of god you can't help but tithe i tithe because god loves me i tithe not because of fear of a curse there's no curse god loves me it's for me are you hearing me if the church and the people of God pastor discover the love of God we would have to build four churches to feed the people in I'm telling you because the love of God the Bible says it flashes out of fear oh I said how much everybody say it out loud is that a double L I said, is that A double L? How much is left after all? Oh, really? (laughs) So that means God wants you to have to be fear-free. And how are you going to be fear-free when you embrace His love for you? I'm telling there's nothing to fear. God loves me. They are laying you off. Because God loves me, he's setting me up for promotion. I'm telling you, when you know it, when the enemy throws tomatoes at you, you know God is going to make a beautiful sauce out of those tomatoes. Are you hearing me? When he throws lemons at you, you know some good lemonade is about to take place in my life. When he puts a red sea in your front, God is about to make a walkway through. When he throws you in the lion's den, God is turning those lions into kitty cats. Are you hearing me? He loves you when they put you in a furnace. He turns that furnace into a sauna. Ah, you're not hearing me, church. He loves you. He loves you and because he loves you, all things work together for good. When it's all said and done, I don't understand what is going to come. But I know one thing, because God loves me, it's going to work out for my good. So as I'm going through it, I'm praising God. I'm telling you, Father, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your wonderful God. I thank you that this is hard on me. But I know you're working something out of it. You are pulling things behind the curtains. And when it's all said and done, guess who is coming up on top? Me. Why? Because God loves me. Somebody tried, Say God. Say it strong. Say God. Tap yourself and say, God God loves... loves. Say your name. God loves him some Jimmy. (laughs) He loves him some Jimmy. You have to have that kind of attitude. That it's like you are the only one on the planet that he loves. Are you hearing me? But if everybody thinks they're the only one on the planet that he loves... That is the truth. Are you are you hearing me? Because He loves you individually, individually, and His passion and His intensity of His love towards you is the same intensity and passion towards the other. He towards everybody. Towards, he loves you for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Now, verse thirty two. As I close, don't get excited. This is just my first closing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. He that spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Woo! You just missed the nicest place to shout. But God being a God of a second chance, he's going to give it to you one more time. He who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely? Somebody say freely. freely. Somebody say grace. grace. Say freely. freely. Say Grace. grace. Say grace. You know, grace is God's unmerited, undeserved, unearned favor. It's free. So, it's grace he's talking about. He says, how shall he not together with him freely give us all things? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I used to think that God gave me Jesus... And then he gave me protection. He gave me Jesus. And then he gave me wisdom. He gave me Jesus. And then he gave me all these goodies over here. No. All the goodies. All the protection. All the wisdom. All the preservation. All the soundness. All the wellness is in Jesus. When he gave me Jesus... He gave me a full total package. I said, he gave me a full total package. Just like you walk into McDonald's and you say, I want number one. Number one comes with a meal and with the sides. Are you hearing me? So when you say number one, you get the fries. You get the drink. You get the total package. You don't order number one and they give you fries. That's how we've been living with Jesus. I say, that's how we've been living. The church, Christians, New Testament Christians, have been living like that. They think God gave you Jesus and withheld prosperity, He gave you Jesus and withheld peace, He gave you Jesus and withheld joy. That you have to go after joy. No you don't have to go after joy. You have to go after Jesus. I said you have to go after Jesus. I said you have to go after Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things. All the world will grow strangely deep in the light of his glory and grace. Pick up on that. When you fix your eyes on Jesus, everything pales into insignificance. Only consider Jesus. You are in trouble. Consider Jesus. You are facing a challenge. Consider Jesus. He is your all in all. Somebody say Jesus, you are my all in all. Say Jesus. Ah, give it an attitude. Say, Jesus. You are my all in all. He did it all for us through Jesus. Do you receive this word this morning? I said, do you receive this word this morning? I said, do you receive this word this morning? I want you to walk out of here knowing full well that no matter what, he's with you. Don't allow your situation to define his love for you. Don't make that mistake, church of, child of God. Because we often do that. If he loves me, How come I'm here? No, 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 no. He did not love you when you got in trouble. He loved you before you got in trouble. So getting in trouble doesn't change his love for you. But getting in trouble will cause you to focus on his love and gain confidence that no matter how hard it is because he loves me, He will deliver me. Though I walk through the valley. Of the shadow of death. Oh. Somebody give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Father we thank you for your word. We thank you for your love for us. We receive the love. We receive the love of God. We thank you that as we learn to live and comprehend and have working knowledge of your love for us, we will live the life that you designed for us to live as your children. Therefore, I ask that you give revelation of your love to each and every one of us in this room. May we never doubt or question your love for us ever again because of Calvary's cross. You've already sealed that you love us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 As pastor comes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him, somebody. Praise God. Hallelujah
1: what a great word if God be for us who can be against us standing confident in the love of God and as we walk in the confidence of the love of God on our behalf and we're not overwhelmed we're not knocked off course off track why? because of the love of God for us God working for our good Thank you, Jimmy, for that word. Would you stand with me? I'm going to ask the prayer teams if they would come. As we conclude today, we have leaders available to pray with you. Well, let me pray for you as you go. Lord, thanks for your love for us. Lord, even as Paul said, a love that is wider and deeper and greater than anything our minds can even begin to comprehend. God, I thank you for your love for us that enables us, God, to work, to walk with courage and to walk with confidence. God, knowing that you're on our side, in our corner, working for our good. Lord, may we live out that truth every day. We're just walking confidently again, Lord, in your love. Lord, I pray these things in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. For more information on Grace Covenant Church, our service times, ministry opportunities, directions, and more, visit us at gracecovenant.org.